Hey guys, you are listening to Let's Pause with Nui and your girl Lola. So we're going to be talking about all things love, life, right through to entrepreneurship and popular culture. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Pause. Hi, good good day, good morning, wherever you are. Hope you're having (laughs) a great week so far. You know, the spring, you know, we're now spring, sun's out, life is good, you know. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, I think it's slowly coming back to normal now for us here in the UK. Yeah, it certainly is. But we've got a really kind of exciting series. We've got the kind of Entrepreneur Money series. And we have a brilliant guest on today. We have Stephanie Taylor, who is co-founder of HMO Heaven and Rent to Rent Success. Um, HMO Heaven is a leading property management and development company in Wales. And Stephanie, along with her sister and business partner, Nikki, grew HMO Heaven and secured contracts worth over two million in under three years. Oh my gosh, Stephanie invested in a mix of you know multi-unit blocks and commercial units with a focus on bringing beautiful and affordable homes to rent um, she launched rent to rent success to inspire others you know to get started in property she debunks the myth that you need large sums of money to get started in property through her inspirational talks youtube channel podcast website wow you know she's got her book rent to rent success which is um back basically you know her ethical six-step system to get you started in property and is um, on Amazon at that kind of number one bestseller. Wow, brilliant. Wow. You know what? This is so exciting. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you, ladies. Hi, Lola. Hi, Nui. It's amazing to be here with you. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to hear much, you know, so much more about you, your journey, your business, because you've done quite a lot, and you know, we're also within a very short time frame. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to because I'm so surprised uh, because where where I am now is not never where I thought I would ever ever be and when I think back to how it all started out not very auspiciously and when I was 18 I had my son Alex I was a teenage mom on benefits and not only the financial struggle but also I suffered with you can see looking back with low self-esteem and not really setting high goals for myself Um, but in the last sort of 20 years step by step I've gradually built myself up and it just culminated in about five years ago I was working in Bristol at a bank and I felt that I'd kind of made it from where I had started off I was on uh, I was working as a contractor in financial services it was a good salary Um, but then what what changed everything for me was that my mum got ill and I wasn't there for her. And when I was just thinking about it, I was getting that feeling in my belly, like a punch in the stomach, like this isn't how you're supposed to be living because your mum really needs you. How can you be there for her? And when I tried to answer that question, how can I be there for her? The idea of business kept coming up for me, but I didn't really think I would be able to be a businesswoman. I didn't think I knew enough. I thought it was all something that other people can do, and but not me. And But I kept thinking on it. And eventually I thought property, because you know us Brits, we all know somebody who has 
kind of made it in property and no longer works at a nine to five. And that gives them more flexibility to be with their family and to live in a way that's more from the heart. And so I, I kind of, I, that's what made me decide to get into property so that I could make my own money that I wouldn't need to stay at my job in Bristol, which means I would be able to be with my mom in Birmingham or be anywhere I wanted to be. Um, and so that's, that was the trigger really that gave me the confidence to start in business. Oh, I love that. Oh, wow. Okay. So you, you had this, obviously, you know, this really good kind of um, contract role in the banks, but you just made the decision to be, um, you know, you, you basically wanted to know more time to spend with your mum during a time when she, you know, kind of needed your um, support. So how did it, so how did, um, so obviously you mentioned property, um, how did you get into that then? Yeah, well, like most people, I kind of thought that you needed a lot of money to get into property. And I didn't have a lot of money. I did have some savings, though. But I started going to these property events. And there were, you know, there were net property networking events most weeks in Bristol. And I would go along. And honestly, I was totally blown away by what I was hearing. Because there were all of these strategies where, yeah, it did cost tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of pounds like new builds and developments Mm. but also there were strategies where people were starting off with very little money and they had stories that were very similar to mine like they were working in a nine-to-five job they had a bit of savings and they wanted to get started in property and then live a different lifestyle and and they did it through these strategies and one of the strategies was called rent to rent And I went to an event and I was hearing about rent to rent. And if it had been any other time, I would have just said, oh, no, this is a scam. This is for other people. This is not for people like me. But I thought, do you know what? Because I knew that I had to make that change. I thought if these people can do it, I can do it. And I can do it just by adding care because Mm -hmm. a lot of people do property but do it carelessly without caring about the people who are living in the properties Mm. um and I can just give you an overview of the what the business model is if if that would be helpful yeah definitely yeah that'd be great yeah so basically what rent to rent is is that you rent a property you you guarantee the rent to the owner so they get guaranteed rent freedom from tenant management and total peace of mind you tidy up the inside of the property and make it nice. And then you rent it out um, to housemates. And they what they get is beautiful, affordable homes at, you know, beautiful, affordable homes. That's what they get, somewhere that they love to live in. And for ourselves, once we've paid the guaranteed rent and all the bills, we get to keep any extra. So it's just a really phenomenal business model because it means that you, you don't need very much money to start up in the business. You get monthly recurring revenue and you're profitable quickly. And also you get the names and addresses of all of the properties, all of the house share properties, because we, we, do, we specialize in house shares where it's like a student house but for young professionals where they each have their own bedroom but they're sharing bathrooms and kitchen 
that's really good you know so, is. so you don't really own the property but you're just renting it out renting it out on behalf of the um the landlord or land exactly exactly right. and everybody wins and the other yeah. amazing thing about it is that you know when you normally buy uh, a buy select property mm. typical amount is to be putting in 50k yeah. like that's for the deposit the buying costs any little refurb mm. and you'll be making like between 200 and 300 pounds a month mm. whereas on a rent to rent like I've just described you could be making it anywhere between 500 and over a thousand pounds a month averaging around 700 so so you actually <laughs> no yeah and you actually don't need that many properties to be able to replace the average uk salary three to five rent to rent properties will will replace the average uk salary which is twenty five thousand pounds that's amazing that, so what is, is like your cushion between the the rent to rent so if for example the rent's about 700 so do you add like a 10 or 20 percent on top of it for your own renting out or that- well how we do it because that's the other question then people wonder well mm. why would the landlord do that wouldn't they make more money on their own but one of the house share landlords biggest uh, problems challenges is finding that consistent high quality hmo management yeah uh, because a lot of letting agents have like 200 or 300 properties and they literally don't have time to manage a house share to the level that really they need to be managed they do take a little bit of extra management so our profit so what we what we aim to do is a lot of the properties will not have been managed brilliantly before and so sometimes the landlords can actually be losing money. Like we took on an eight bed that only had three tenants in it. So that landlord was losing money every month. We took on a seven bed that only had three tenants in it. Again, that landlord was losing money every month. And when we took over, we then pay them the guaranteed rent. And that's similar to the rent after all the bills, because we also pay the bills. So we guarantee the rent to them and we pay the bills and it just gives them that totally passive income. So they own the property, but they actually don't have to do anything. Mm. And the other benefit, which I didn't talk about, is that we will, yeah, we will refurbish, do a light refurbishment of the property. So that could include painting or putting in new carpets. Um, and, and that's another added benefit for, for the landlords. That's oh, wow. really good. It oh, is yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a, a really good um kind of business model. So say for our listeners, you know, based in, in the UK, say they're sat listening to this and thinking, oh my gosh, I really want to get, I want to, you know, get involved in this. I want, I want to start. What's the kind of first steps that they need to take to kind of, you know, maybe get a bit, you know, knowledgeable around this area and, you know, kind of start, start this business this type of business yeah I suppose like every kind of business um there's bits to do on your mind and there's bits to do for practice Mm. so to actually find out about the strategy and everything the best way is that we have got a free rent to rent success guide and masterclass at rent to rent success.com and we've also got a book and the book details the full strategy. It tells you our story and what we did, but it also gives examples from lots of our students who've also done this. And I'm really passionate about showing women, especially, and older women, 
especially the people like me who thought, oh, that's not for me. I can't do property. That it absolutely is for you. You can be amazing at it. And that's, I want the book to uh, inspire people. So it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's value packed. It's got over a hundred re- reviews on, on Amazon. Um, so I know that people get lots of value mm. from, from the book yeah. or from the free guide that we have. Amazing. So, you know, what what would you say are the key traits you need um, to have to succeed, Um, not just in what you do, but in business in general? Because, you know, just from hearing from, you know, the previous guests we've had in the past, you know, there's a certain streak you need to have to be successful in business, especially when you stumble it, you know, stumble upon it, whether it's later in your journey or whether very early um, in your in your life, for example. So, you know, what would you say are the key traits you need to have? Yeah, you definitely need to have that stickability because um, people say, well, what if, you know, such and such a negative thing happens? What if this negative thing and what if that negative thing? Well, I don't know what negative thing is going to happen when you start in business, but some negative things will happen when you start in business. Um, there's, there's loads of positives and I, I love having my own business. And what we forget when we sometimes got our cozy office life, we forget that actually there's a lot of negatives in that as well mm. because people who want to start in business want to start in business. And you know, if you're not doing it, if you, you know, if you're letting yourself down, it's, I mean, not everybody wants to start in business, but there's the 5% of people who want to start in business should definitely do that. And the number one predictor of success is just that you will keep going until you achieve the result that you want. And, um, don't let it don't let it make you feel um, like you can't do it because when I first started I was very unsure mm. but even mm. through that uncertainty and not knowing if I could do it I still kept going and kept going and kept going and ran the problems under the problems over the problems <laughs> because I, I, I like to think about three thoughts that I wish that I had latched onto them sooner. There really is three simple thoughts because if you leave your brain to its own devices, it will start telling you what you can't do. If you just leave your brain unsupervised, it'll say, oh, no, no, you can't do it. Remember that time 30 years ago when you when you missed out on this or remember when you embarrassed yourself like that or remember when you couldn't do this last time. And it's saying all of those things to protect you because it doesn't want you to go out there and embarrass yourself. It doesn't want you to go outside of the cave. It doesn't want you to put your neck on the chopping block. It wants you to stay happily inside your cave, ideally on the sofa, eating snacks and uh, watching Netflix. Um, <laughs> so anytime you try to do something else, all the chatter is going to start in your brain. And that's when it's good for you to have some conscious thoughts. So the three conscious thoughts that I have you know those times when things get bad is I'm always there for me no matter what and you just keep repeating it over and over and I am resourceful because no matter what happens even if you don't know how to deal with it or your brain's telling you I don't know how to deal with this you actually do know when you reflect on it you know what the next step is you know who where to start i.e you know somebody to ask or a book to read or a resource to find if you give yourself a chance So I am resourceful. And the last one is I am unstoppable. 
And the I am unstoppable is that stickability that we talked about, that most people, the only reason they're not successful is because they stop too soon. And uh, most of us stop too soon. And I'm just grateful that, you know, in my 40s, I found this new lease of life and this new business and the chance to be able to do things that I would never have dreamed about. Mm, I like that. Affirmation. You know, mm. yeah, I think the, what, the the I am affirmation, that whole concept, it, it does shift, doesn't it? It makes you shift. It, it shifts something with that, within you that makes you, that pushes you in a way that you probably wouldn't have done it, done that if you didn't really believe in, in these things, you know, especially things you shared. I think affirmation is very powerful. It helps a lot, I do believe. Um, personally, in my own life as well, it's, it helps me. You know, so would you say, you know, when you started out, obviously, you know, you might have been afraid of taking such risks. So how did you kind of overcome those um, those negativities from your naysayers, for example? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it was it was tough at first, but I just because every day I felt a little bit scared. <laughs> but uh, it was kind of exciting, kind of scary. But you just keep taking the steps forward and if it doesn't work you you pivot and tweak it and then then you start to see a little bit of success and then your confidence grows um so so I think it's just to keep going when we first got the first property because we had to sort of speak to agents letting agents and landlords and there we were just it's me and my sister you see there we were green as anything we didn't know very much but we just had this I just had this passion that I knew that I could do it with care. I knew that I wasn't going to let them down. I didn't know how I was going to do it exactly or how everything was going to work out, but I knew that I was going to do my best. And I think that gave me, I think that gave us a confidence that showed to people, you know, how you can just get a sense from someone without them saying a word. And I think that came across just that we had this uh, good intention and so uh, our first landlord just decided to take a chance on us. That's, that's brilliant. So you say you started your business or three, is it three years ago? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's a bit more than that now. Okay. We, we got to the two million in contracts within three years, but we actually started in 2016. But the amazing thing is that we've got this business called HMO Heaven, and that's our house share property management business. Mm -hmm. But because we started that, we've also been able to set up this other business, which is buying properties. And that's where we're buying the the multi-unit blocks and blocks of flats, conversions, excuse me, and commercial properties that we're converting into blocks of flats. And that has been so exciting as well. And I really want to inspire people. Maybe they don't want to go into a property business as such, Mm. but there's such power in owning assets. Mm. And uh, some people think that maybe they can't own their own home. And so I really want to inspire people definitely if they want to, to buy their own home. And we are, I am doing lots of events on clubhouse working with some working with some finance uh, savvy professionals to help people to see the ways where they can, can actually buy their own property. I love it. Growth. 
Yes. All about assets. <laughs> I know. And ownership. Yeah. And ownership. That's what, that's something that we're not doing really well within the community. <laughs> exactly. I think it's, it's it's I think the times are changing though. A lot a lot of people are becoming more mm-hmm. aware and educated about the needs and, and why it's important to have your to, to own your own thing, you know, because the you know it changes a lot for well as a business owner anyway if you own because then you have more power more leverage you know unlike um you know unlike renting for example you know and especially during the pandemic we've seen a lot of really good businesses go down um you know shops that they were renting only because they didn't own it and they've been there for years and you're wondering how come they never crossed your mind to own this shop you know but um yeah assets is key yeah absolutely so it's called get get on the property ladder mm. so um yeah I'm, I'm really excited about that that's nothing to do with my business it's just a passion project because um i know how much it can change people's lives and the thing the thing that i love about what we do now as well is that when my son was growing up and i was bringing him up and i was um for part of the time anyway on benefits mm. 48 pound 90 per week um and wow. I, you know, you can imagine it was scarce. I, you, I used to go to the post office and collect the cash um, that, you know, you would have to go in person with a book. It was some, it was quite a few years ago. <laughs> there was no direct debits in those days. And, um, and then you had to go to all the different places to pay your bills as well. You didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't online. But, um, but what I love now is that recently, because of the last five years of being involved in property, we were able to say, or I said to my son, Alex, about saving with the, um, the help to buy uh, ISA. And he saved up all his own money. We didn't put into it financially uh, to buy his own place. Wow. And now that he's got that and he's done a refurbishment on it and he's got his own place, I know that he can then now move into buying investment properties. So what I'm really excited about is that I can now leave him with the information Mm -hmm. to grow his own wealth and to be able to give and help people he wants to help and leave something for his family and way beyond it if he wants to. Um, And that's something that I never thought that I would have. And that's something that gives me, it just gives me such happiness knowing that, it took me a while, but I finally got there. <laughs> Your story is actually inspirational because um, you'd find, you know, so many people listening thinking, oh, I can't do it. You know, I don't know where do I start? But I think the thing is, it's just starting, isn't it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I would have heard people talking on the show like this and thought that it was way beyond me. I would mm-hmm. have. Um, but I, if I can inspire one person just to do it earlier than what I did, um, then that that was that's my purpose. Because some of the time you just think to yourself, "Oh, I wasted all of those decades," mm. but um, all of all of those years were were for a reason, and and maybe they just make me more empathetic to to other people. Yeah. So what would you say has been your greatest lesson, you know, on your journey? You know, what, what would you say that that is? Um, I suppose it's, it's, um, I, I, I've got a mantra now that I live by and it's 
believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer. And what it, what it means is that for so long, I did not believe bigger. I did not believe that more was possible. And all of the things that, that we're now doing in business, in property, we also teach people how to get started in, in property. Um, I would never have believed any of that. But now I can believe that. And I know that in 10 years time, even in five years time, I'm going to be amazed by some of the things that, that we achieve now. Uh, so that's where Believe Bigger comes into it. Most of us don't believe big enough. And Be Bolder is that we're scared of what work colleagues might say or um, a sort of distant family member might say, or even a close family member. We're more concerned about what other people say than actually living the life that we want to live. And so I think that's where we need to be bolder and actually stand out for, for what we want to live and, and to, to live our way. And be a game changer is what happens when you're really conscious about what you want to do. And you, it means that you change the game in your own life. Like I've totally changed my life, but also my family's life, my community's life. And, and where the most joy comes into it is that we get to be a game changer in a wider sense so we also give through our businesses to we give through our businesses to different projects so we've got a school in Kenya not I mean it's not our school that we're donating to to help the children there and we've got two projects one in Zimbabwe and one in Malawi where we're helping women to start up in business and it just feels great after being like a recipient for so many years um we're now we're now we now get to be the givers so that that feels incredible amazing 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 work you do so how do you actually you know get some downtime you, you know you're, you're yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's so funny because um i do love it so i do have to try not to work because um, I do I do enjoy it so much and it just I just feel like I've had a new lease of life since since we started this five years ago. Um, but what I love is I love hot yoga. Um, I'm really upset with the lockdown because there's no hot yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Boris know? <laughs> he didn't get your memo, Stephanie. <laughs> I need him to bring back hot yoga soon. What yeah. <laughs> um, is hot yoga? Just out of interest, I've never done it before. Yeah, so it's just yoga in a hot room, oh, but you wow. you tend to hold the poses for a long time, um, so you get actually you get really strong. That even liking yoga is is a relatively new thing for me because I tried it when I was younger but I didn't really wasn't really into it wasn't a fan just thought it was totally boring but um but I got back into it in the last few years and I I just love it so much now so we need this whole coronavirus thing to be over (laughs) (laughs) definitely (laughs) What, what about you no yoga for me 
I, yeah, I, I, I once, years, <laughs> a long time, like you, when I was young, and I didn't like it. But I'm considering it because I was one of my friends was like saying, "Oh, I need to try yoga. That is really good because my my muscles all over the place. <laughs> They're not fit at all. So it helps with your posture and all these other things. I think I don't know, yeah. but I'm considering it. But yeah, yeah, I've tried it, but do you know, what? I just I can't get into it. I, I, I can't get into it, to be honest. I, and I think it's to do with maybe, you know, the fitness levels. <laughs> My body can't do any, you know, the stretches. Oh, and yeah. Exactly. And all these, yeah, it's just like, ouch, you know, <clears throat> painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of less painful when it's hot because it helps you to, it kind of helps you to stretch out a little bit. And oh. yeah, I just, I just enjoy the heat. <laughs> mm. Mm. I can't wait for holidays that's that's me I can't wait for you know holidays for the world to open up and to travel and get and get my heat (laughs) oh I know when's it happening (laughs) (laughs) I am not happy at the moment (laughs) well hopefully hopefully soon let's be optimistic yeah yeah well, we've had the the plans, haven't we, about what's supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed that it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else that you enjoy? Um, yeah, I love traveling. Um, I, I like learning and I'm constantly meeting up and, you know, in business, obviously you have to learn marketing and mm-hmm. uh, lots of other things that I didn't think I was good at. I learned uh, to be a better public speaker. And so I'm constantly adding new things like that to my, to my list of things um, to do. And that, that's just what I keep my mind occupied with these, these days. I love that continuously, you know, just evolving and growing and learning I think it's so key yeah yeah and if you can mix in a bit of travel like uh, <laughs> that that's just that's just a bonus on it Terrible. I think the beauty of working for yourself you can you know you have the luxury to spend and go wherever you want whenever you want <laughs> yeah the joy of having your own business isn't it being an entrepreneur <laughs> yes exactly exactly and that's why I love it but it's it's great having podcasts like this because I was listening to your other one with all about the the finances mm. with, oh, with yeah. Char with Char and um, yeah it, you've got so many amazing women um, well amazing people coming on it's just brilliant oh thank you so oh thank you and you're one of those amazing people as well dropping <laughs> 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 some wisdom for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a great show. Thank you. So, um, so we're coming that well, we're winding down. Unfortunately, we can go on forever, Stephanie. I love what you're doing um, with, you know, rent to rent. So, you know, we we do something on our show called the Free Peas. So we share. Well, we ask our guests if they can share three peas, three pillars um, in their life, in their journey. Um, you know, what's helped them to get to where they are. You know. So what would you say your three P's are? Um, I think my three P's are my family, um, my mindset, because when you can change your mindset, 
it's everything. And one of the one of the pivotal people uh, who changed things and changed the way that I think and the way that I live and the amount of success that I'm able to achieve is is Brooke Castillo. She's an American life coach who runs the Life Coach School. I didn't even know what life coaching was, but I started listening to her podcast and it's just totally changed everything. So like for over 20 years, um, well, just most of my adult life, I'd, I'd struggled with my weight, being a bit overweight to a bit more overweight and then back again. But with Brooke, um, I just lost so much weight. I weigh less than when I was in my 20s. Uh, so it's totally crazy. And yeah, so Brooke Castillo has got to be my third pillar at the moment. Maybe it'll be different if you ask me next year. <laughs> wow. Oh wow! Amazing. So, how can ever? How can um, you know all our listeners find you? Yeah, yeah. I would love to um, connect. So you can go to renttorentsuccess.com/guide if you want the free rent to rent success guide. And we've also got a website with a whole blog and podcast and everything about getting started in property without having a lot of money. And that's all at renttorentsuccess.com. I. Excuse me, I'm on all the, um, I'm on Insta and Facebook and LinkedIn, Stephanie Taylor. So yeah, I'd love to hear from you if you've got any questions or any messages. Brilliant. Do you know what, Stephanie, it's been an absolute pleasure. And listeners, make sure you tap into, you know, and connect with Stephanie on all her platforms. Now. Exactly. Now, now, now. Because this is the time. Exactly. No no reason. You've got no reason to delay this, you know. It can easily be done, you know. As Stephanie has has, has shared with us, it easily can be done. It could change a life within 24 hours, if possible. Well, I, I just had a thought, New A and Lola. What I could do is, if anybody leaves um, a review for your podcasts and then emails me a screenshot, then I'd be happy to send them the paperback copy of the book. Oh, wow. love that. Amazing gift. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Guys, do not miss this. You don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, leave a review. Um, leave a review for Let's Pause, and I will send you. Just email me with your screenshot, and I'll send you. I'll post you a copy of the book if you're in the UK, and I'll send you the PDF if you're international. Fantastic. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Pleasure. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks. Bye for now.